Hello, friend, and welcome to Finding Your Worth. I'm Sarah Wilson, and this is episode number 46. Are you tired today? Let me encourage you to rest. As a matter of fact, we're all going to take a little rest right now. I want you to think of some place restful. Somewhere you would go that makes you feel calm and re-energizes you. The woods, the shops, a spa, a garden, a party. We're all different. And that means that each of our restful places is also different. So go to your happy place. And if you're not driving, close your eyes now so that you can see your place more clearly. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Is your place gently lit, dappled light through leaves or gauze? Or is it bright, sunlit, or fluorescent? Or maybe it's pulsing multicolored lights. Take another deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Think about what it sounds like in your place. Is it silent and still? Quiet with the gentle sounds of wind or a brook in the background? Or maybe your place is the noisy hustle of busy streets. Breathe deep in through your nose and out through your mouth. Does your place smell like anything? Like bacon or cinnamon, lavender or soap, old books? Take another deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. If you were to reach your hand out in your place, what would it feel like to your touch? Would your hand dance over blades of grass or the spines of books? Or grip tightly to motorcycle grips while the wind whips past your face? Or would your hand press into the warmth of proofed dough being kneaded? Breathe deep in through your nose and out through your mouth. Could you eat something where you are? Maybe your favorite dish or food? The salty tang of shrimp or the icy chill of a milkshake? Breathe deep in through your nose and out through your mouth. Stay in your place now, your restful place. Feel a sense of gratitude for its existence. Think about how grateful you are for that place of rest and healing and for your ability to visit that place in your mind any time that you need to recharge. And it's true. You can go back there anytime you want to. All you need is to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. 
Were you able to find some time last week to create your plan from five years out to one year and all the way down to just one day? If you did, you may have realized that you have to keep creating that plan, at least weekly, maybe daily, as you accomplish one task and move on to the next. If you've been able to keep up with the assignments, then as of today, you've got a dream, a goal, a smart goal even, and that detailed plan. You know the steps you need to take. You've written them down. And that's nice. But taking the action, doing the things every day that you need to do to reach your goal Well, that's the hard part, right? Taking that action every day is the part of the process where you have to push yourself. Creating the goals and plans was easy, even if it didn't feel easy at the time. It's done. Now you have to do something every day. And there are roadblocks and potholes, emotional minefields. That's what we're going to talk about today. The worry, anxiety, the the way you say, well, I could do this, but I have this other thing to do. I could do this today, but here are all the reasons it doesn't matter or won't work anyhow. Which isn't the point. The point is that you do something every day toward your goal. If the thing you do doesn't work, then you know not to do that again or do it differently. Then there's the negative thoughts about yourself. You're not good enough. You're too old. You're too young. What you're saying then is that you are too you to reach your goals. You are too you to reach your dreams. Is that true? Did you dream a dream? Come up with a goal based on that dream. Build a plan of action and then realize that you're not the right person for that dream? If it's your dream, then you are more than enough to have it and to live it. If it's not your dream... Go back to dreaming and dream until your heart lights up. Oh, hey, by the way, if you're stuck at square one, if you can't seem to capture your unique dream for your life, you are not alone. You might need help. There are a lot of people who might be able to help you figure out your dream, your passion, your purpose. Maybe it's an understanding friend or a mentor. Maybe it's a therapist. Maybe it's a life coach like me. However you get that support and encouragement, just be sure to do it. Don't keep waiting at the beginning of your journey for someone to come along and rescue you. Go out. And find the people you need to help you take those first steps. Having support plays a role in reaching your dreams. If 
the support doesn't already exist around you now, you may need to go out and find it. I promise you, there are people who want you to succeed at your dreams. I know this is true because I am one of them. And I have so many ardent supporters of my dreams. Look for the helpers, as Mr. Rogers used to say. They are there. Now, let's say you've got your dream and you know what you have to do. Why don't you just do it already? There are a number of reasons why you don't. Let's start with procrastination. Have you ever put off doing something until the very last minute? And it was something you wanted to do, something that would be good for you to do. Why'd you do that? There's a theory that you might procrastinate because the reward, if that's completing the task or whatever benefit you get from completing the task, that reward comes at the end of all the work. If you start something a week before it needs to be done, you have to wait a whole week to be rewarded. Ugh. You might beat yourself up over procrastinating and make yourself miserable. Maybe. Instead, you should just roll with it. Your brain knows when the thing is due. And it's just not going to get worked up about it until you really need to focus. That timeline would be different for every person. But own who you are, change it if you want, or work with it. And spend all that time you used to spend worrying about not doing something, do something else instead. Then, when it's time to get the job done and your deadline is fast approaching, your brain will feel the urgency and you'll get it done. I am not saying you should put everything off until the last minute. And procrastinating means knowing how to manage multiple deadlines so you don't burn yourself out. Still, if this is a part of who you are, accept it and try to make it work for you. How about perfectionism? Did you ever not start something? Because you just knew it wouldn't come out exactly the way you wanted it to, even though it was something you wanted to do, even though it was something that would be good for you. It's like refusing to run a block because you can't run a marathon the first time out. If you're trying to be perfect, you should know perfectionism kills dreams, kills them. Sheryl Sandberg says, done is better than perfect. And she's a pretty darn successful person, so she probably knows what she's talking about. Keep in mind that if you are doing new things, you can't possibly get it right the first time or the second or the third. If you hand a first grader, so, you know, seven years old, a sheet of complex algebraic equations, you don't expect them to even know what they are looking at. 
If it's the first time you're trying to start a business or learn a new career or hobby, you start with the basics. You walk before you run. You would teach the first grader addition and subtraction and then later multiplication and so on. And you would never expect them to get it right at first. We don't all know one plus one equals two the first time we see it. Prepare to fail a little or a lot. Just keep taking steps toward your goal. Don't try to be perfect. There is no such thing as perfect. It is an illusion. Just get it done. What if your brain is constantly saying things like, this is too hard. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm never going to figure this out. I'm an idiot. I was doing fine before. I'm terrible at this. I could just not do this and watch TV instead. By the way, that is a sampling of the things my brain has thrown at me this week. So first, know that your brain may always say rubbish like that to you. I know you were hoping it would just stop, right? Sadly, many of us seem to be wired to beat the crap out of ourselves mentally all the time. What's a person to do? If you've come this far, I know you are not about to give up because of something your brain is saying. So let's try this instead. Start by listening for those thoughts. That's right. Pay attention and notice what your brain is telling you when and how often. It is unsettling when you realize just how many times a day you are mentally abusing your very own self. And by listening for your thoughts, you're actually distancing yourself from them because those thoughts are not you. They're not. They are thoughts in your brain. They are both loud and pernicious. They are lying to you all the time. Once you have begun to recognize them as separate thoughts, you can sort of give them their own personality. Give the thinker of those thoughts their very own name. Mine is named Sally, and she's very silly sometimes. She talks in a whiny, nasally voice like olive oil from Popeye. She doesn't sound like me anymore. And those thoughts of Sally's Those aren't mine either anymore. Sally can talk all she wants. I just keep doing what I'm doing. I can hear her. I know those things are going on in my brain. But I just keep moving forward. What if you've shared your dreams and your goals with your family or your friends and they are not supportive? That's rough. Maybe your goals and dreams are so big that they just don't understand them. 
They might ask if you're sure. They might question your judgment. Like, who is this crazy Sarah person on this podcast that you're listening to anyhow? They might be afraid of losing you if you become your dream self. And honestly, you might be afraid of losing them too. Your friends and your family want to keep you safe. And with them, they are scared, which is rough to deal with if you're scared too. If they can't be supportive, don't talk to them about what you're doing towards your goals and your dreams right away. Just do the things you need to do. Find other support, like I mentioned earlier. You do need people to bolster you up for sure. Sometimes, sadly, it can't be the people you love the most. Remember that you being your best self will eventually benefit them too. They might not see it now, and that's okay. You still deserve to reach your goals and achieve your dreams. I can't talk today. Today's assignment is to listen in to your brain and find your version of Sally telling you all sorts of useless and unhelpful things. Write some of the stuff down and repeat it back in someone else's voice, like a cartoon character or an 80s WWF wrestler. Practice viewing those thoughts as separate from you because they are. And if you need a little more help with negative self-talk, you can go to findingyourworth.com and download the Stop Negative Self-Talk Guide for a few more tips and tricks for making your brain a happier place. The link is in the show notes below this episode too. All of the things we've talked about today, the ways your mind or the people in your life might hold you back from taking your daily steps toward your goal, they all really mean to be helping you. They aren't helping you, but they mean to. Your mind resisting change is protecting you. Change is challenging to our minds and bodies, and your brain is worried. Every time you do something different, it freaks your brain out. Give it some thought. Things like overeating, under-moving, overworking, underworking, too much food, TV, cigarettes, booze. It gets different stuff for each of us, yet it's all the same thing. And, and it is that your stuff is picking that over doing the work that you need to do to move forward. It's picking those things that are familiar over the scary, life-changing stuff that you really need to do. It's your brain, at least part of it, doing its job. And as with all things, we need to show our brains some grace. I like to do that with gratitude. Yes, for the stuff that's holding me back too. Let's be grateful today for all the ways our minds keep us safe. Those lizard brains up there trying so very hard to protect us. Thank you, lizard brain. Now, just because that lizard brain is there 
doesn't mean you have to do what it says. It's a lizard. Sometimes you will, though, and that is okay. Grace for all things and for all of us, all the time. I hope today's episode helped you recognize the ways your mind and your life in general play tricks on you to keep you safe and that keeping you quote-unquote safe isn't always what you need. Those tricks, those negative thoughts, those well-meaning friends, they are holding you back from reaching your dreams and becoming the very best version of you. Next week, we'll talk about ways to help you reach your goals by building good habits. If building good habits doesn't sound like fun to you, it's okay. It's not always fun. But reaching your goals means showing up for yourself every single day. And don't forget to show up for next week's episode. See what I did there? Thank you for listening to Finding Your Worth today. You, the real you, is absolutely fantastic. And don't you forget it. Thank you.